Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to episode 19 of Up Early for Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I am your great I am your gracious host, Monica Lynn. And as always, I am always up early before everyone else. But this morning, I was not. <laughs> I didn't get to bed, you guys, until almost two o'clock. I think it was after two o'clock this morning. And I didn't get up until after six. And I laid there until 7. And for the past 39 minutes, I have been trying to get myself together so I can come on and talk with you guys this morning. How's everyone feeling this morning? Me, I'm doing okay. I'm glad you guys are here this morning. I'm glad you guys tuned in. If you don't mind, give me a like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, Mothers, brothers, cousins, tell the family, tell the friends, I am here and I'm up early. Not today. <laughs> it is 7.30. I am so tired. I am working on um, In Love with the Holidays. And um, it's the sequel to my novel that will be out soon called Love's Holiday. Um, once that information becomes available to me for Love's Holiday, I will pass along to you. And, um, yeah, I was up, I was up, I got a spurt and I, it's a love hate thing. You love writing, but you hate it. Stay it up that late because you got to get it out because if you don't get it out at that exact moment, you're going to lose it. Like it was so hard for me to come on the air this morning. I'm just like, I gotta get on. I gotta record. And I'm like. It's so hard when you're doing a novel, when you're writing and doing this. At least I don't have to go to work. You know, not like work, like traditional work, like getting up, getting a shower, getting in a car and going to work eight, 12 hours a day and then come back home and write for the rest of the night. I'm glad I don't do that because I feel like this is going to pay off in the long run. And I took a chance with this. So instead of me going back to work when the salon opened under new management, I just stayed under old management and just I'm collecting unemployment at the moment. Um, and I felt as though that I took a chance on my career. I invested in myself during the pandemic. I invested in myself um, and I decided that I wanted to publish my novel and that's what I encourage people to do like uh, I tell people all the time if you feel like you want to write a novel just sit down and write there's like no it's like it's not rocket science if you want to write you have an idea write it I am so stuffy this morning. I am so sorry. I am so stuffy. I don't know what's been going on the past couple of days. I think it's my allergies. And I felt like I was coming down with a cold. And then like in this season with COVID, you get so scared. Like, is it COVID? But I just recently had COVID back in August. I had it in February. I had it in August. At January, February, well, actually, I got sick January. I remember January the 1st or the 2nd 
whenever I went back to work after New Year's, I was sick like the entire month. And it wasn't towards the end of the month when I decided that I wanted to go, I needed to go to the doctor. I wanted to go to the doctor to see what was going on. And he said my heart rate was up and I didn't have any oxygen. So they told me this usually happens when you're having a heart attack. So they gave me baby aspirin and they sent me to the hospital. So I went to the hospital. They determined that I had an upper respiratory infection. And my blood pressure was kind of high. My heart rate was high. So I didn't leave out the, I didn't leave out till four o'clock in the morning. And I was so hungry. I came home, I ate, and then the very next day, um, I went to get my medication, and I tell you, I had like five, six medications, an inhaler, I had Flonase, I had all that stuff, and a week passed, nothing happened, so Thursday of the week, I was cutting someone's hair, the man coughed on me, I'm right in his face, projectile. Right in my mouth and my nose. I knew it. Right in my face. Right in my mouth. Right in my nose. I knew it. But my mouth was closed. So, but still. He didn't say, excuse me. He didn't say, back up. He didn't say anything. He just coughed. That Saturday, it felt like I was dying. Um, Sunday, my chest was on fire. And Monday, I was in the hospital. And I got out of the hospital. Uh, let's see. Um, I think it was like Wednesday. I was in there for three days. Well, actually two days. Because I went on Monday and I didn't leave until Wednesday. And they said everything was looking good. And they determined that it was pneumonia. They said I had like a spot on my lung and a glaze on my lungs. And then, you know, it was funny because like once I got out of the hospital, I had COVID symptoms. Like stuff started. I didn't, I didn't lose my, my sense of smell. It was my sense, my taste was gone. My taste was gone because everything tasted like metal. And then I was like, well, am I pregnant? Because I remember when I was pregnant, everything tasted like metal. And um, I definitely wasn't pregnant, um, but stuff started tasting like metal. Um, I wore a mask for a little bit. And then when I went back to work, I started wiping everything down with bleach and everything. So I took... All the precautions, because I really thought it was like a nasty upper respiratory infection in pneumonia, and I didn't want nobody else to get it, even though you you can't. But then in August, I had all the symptoms of COVID, and like now I'm just like, okay, well, well, this only happens in the morning. And my doctor told me one time to get some saline, put saline up my nose, and I, it's every morning. Every morning I'm stuffy and I get so scared. Like, is that COVID again? And I'm like, silly, you can't get COVID that quick. I mean, I don't know because we still don't know anything about the virus. But I noticed it is a six month turnaround. And then I was, I was really like upset because last week I went out with a friend of mine and my friend started coughing. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And we were in a car, the windows were down. And I'm like, oh my God. And I didn't have my mask on. I'm like, oh my God, my friend gonna give me COVID. That's how paranoid I am. And I know that's how paranoid a lot of us are. So with that being said, you guys, I want you guys to take extremely necessary, all necessary precautions this holiday season. 
let's just stay home. You know, like the CDC has suggested we all stay home. They're also suggesting that if you're going to have Thanksgiving dinner, have it outside. If you're going to have Thanksgiving dinner with your family and your friends that you have not seen, have it, wear a mask. And that's horrible. If you're going over grandma's with a mask on, and you know, grandma's houses are hot. I don't know about y'all grandma's, but my grandma's houses were hot. I don't know about the new age grandmas, the younger grandmas, because this is young grandmas now. I don't think their houses are that hot, but my grandma's house was hot, and they want you to wear a mask. So the next best thing I would suggest you guys to do, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Social distance. Stay home. You know, like I was listening to someone last night and they were talking about it or a dollar show. Like if you can just stay home now, you have a bigger, better Thanksgiving next year. And Don Lemon said he agreed and he was like, well, if I can get my family, find my family up and we have Thanksgiving dinner in April or May. You know, you really don't. It's unnecessary right now, you know, and there are a lot of people that are not heeding. But I bet you that's the vast majority of us. That are, but there are some people that they're going to go home and they're going to get COVID. And Dr. Fauci said Christmas time, it's going to be an influx. It's going to be a huge influx. It's going to be really bad because that's this. That's the incubation period. That's the incubation period. You think about it. When I went out for my birthday on August the 3rd, I didn't get sick till two weeks later. So you guys, you got to be careful. So you think about you going to grandma's, you going to grandpa's, you going to your mom's and your dad's houses and kids. And you think about it. It takes two weeks. Even less. Sometimes less. And then you look up. Christmas time no one's here. Because people could die from, people die from this. Like, my brother's friend almost died from this. You know, I could have died. You know, but you got to take necessary precautions. And like for my birthday, I had no idea what was going on because one of my family members had it. For sure. Yep. So guys, be careful. All right, let's check, get into some news. Let's go over to, where is it? It came in at six thirty now. I'll, I know now what time the CNN five things you need to know to get up on your day. They usually come in between six thirty and six thirty nine. But that and sometimes I'm almost finished the news by then. And today is one of those days that I started late, so now we get to get into some news from CNN this morning. Okay, so the White House tree has arrived, bringing a small bit of normalcy to a remarkably abnormal political time. And this is from my friends over at CNN. They start off with the election. The Trump administration is ready to begin the formal process with President-elect Joe Biden. So Biden and his team have access to a slew of resources, including federal employees, and about $6.3 million to set up for the next administration. Uh, he... Announced some handpicked sports cabinet yesterday, so that was awesome. Um, and they said more Biden staffs are expected today. More staff picks are expected today. So if you guys want to like 
head on over to CNN and check that out. You know, you can. Um, the next thing is, uh, is about the coronavirus. They said the U.S. could reach 20 million cumulative coronavirus, coronavirus cases by January 20th, 2021, according to new forecasting models. That means cases already at a record high in some areas or nearly double by then. They're saying um, for the past two weeks, every day has brought a new record high for coronavirus hospitalizations. The, high, the number now stands at more than 85,800. And the optimistic news is AstraZeneca vaccine has a 70% average effective rate. And medical experts, I said the medical experts still have a lot of questions about those findings. Like what data the drug makers using to come to that conclusion about this effectiveness and when is it made available. And the people for the Center for Disease Control and Prevention Advisory Committee are reminding people that they may feel unwell for a bit after getting vaccinated. That's a common side effect for such regimens. You know what I mean? But a lot of people are scared of the vaccine. It's, it's, I don't know, you guys. I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to kill people, if it's going to make them better. It, I guess it just depends upon the person. I really do. I think it really just depends upon the person. Um, let's see what else I got going on over here. Uh, I love the breakfast brows. So, that's what the size says, crown a new champion. The mirror ball trophy is basically the Stanley, Stanley Cup of Celebrity Performance Reality Show Awards. Who was it? They're not going to tell you? Okay. That says Jeopardy names Ken Jennings as his first interim host after Alex Trebek's death. I don't understand. I think that it should just go. Like, nobody can really replace Alex Trebek. I really think that they should just end this end the show. Cause this guy, if he's anything like he was as a contestant, it's gonna be so boring. That's my that's my take. Um they said they are the but these are the best of the best of Netflix corny holiday rom coms. I don't know what that is. Why, yes, we will be swallowing ourselves in a giant blanket watching five hours of them in a row. Why do you ask? I don't know what that is. I'm not even, I don't even care. <laughs> oh, God, I, I really don't. Because sometimes I just be like, I just feel like sometimes it doesn't make some Some news makes sense to some people. Some moves doesn't make sense to people. And I'm one of those people where it, that stuff really isn't a big concern to me. Like, issues really, like, news concerns me. Like, laying on the couch, watching TV, binge-watching shows is not me at all. It may be for you guys. I'm not knocking y'all, but that's just not for me. And so, we want to give our condolences to David Deacons. He was New York City's first African-American African American mayor. He has died at the age of 93. Three. Wow. Diggins, a New Jersey native, served as the city's 106th mayor from 1990 to 
may he rest in peace. Yes. And what else is going on? Oh, gosh. Talking about Black Friday. I did a show about Black Friday and everything that's closed. And now they have... Um, well, actually, if you guys pay attention to like your emails and stuff, it depends upon your favorite department store. They have been sending out Black Friday stuff like all week. Like, I know, like, they have been celebrating Black Friday. The stores that I I subscribe to have been having um, Black Friday sales all week. All week long. Everybody's been having, like, 30% off. Buy one, get one. You know, typical Black Friday sales. Because, you know, a lot of stores are open in regular times on Black Friday. Like, long gone are the days of... Open it up on Thanksgiving. Like, there's nothing open on Thanksgiving but grocery stores. And they are closing, like, at 5 and 3. And I bet you the only thing that's going to be open is, like, convenience stores and stuff. Like, 7-Elevens and stuff like that. But everything else is not going to be open. Let's just go back to those times. So, people can actually spend time with their families. When I found out that stores are going to be closed, I was so happy for people. I was probably happy for the, happier for them than they were. Because it doesn't make sense. Like, well, Old Navy is the only one that I know that's opening up at midnight. You can wait to go to Old Navy to get your Christmas pajamas. You really can. Like, I don't see what the book Coopla is about opening up at midnight on things. You know, Black Friday, Thanksgiving night, Black Friday morning. I don't. I don't get it. I never got it. That's that's not that's just that's not for me. That's not for me. And those were the five things to get us up and going on CNN. Although I don't read all five, I just read like two or three. And, you know, that's about it. I mean, I think it's just for like the people that I am, you know, podcasting to that I feel that is necessary. I say that every morning. I feel like I feel like those are the things that people will actually engage and talk about because most of the things that they have I really don't think that a lot of people will engage and talk about so let's get into some local news from my friends over at Fox 45 um it says Baltimore's stabbing deaths Baltimore City's I'm sorry stabbing death is Baltimore City's 300th homicide this year so Baltimore reached 300 their 300th homicide yesterday Wow, yep, yesterday morning. Yep, because this came out at 5.55 a.m. And the 300th homicide happened yesterday, 7.45 a.m. Someone was stabbed yesterday. I don't know what was going on. Can Mayor-elect Scott reduce crime? Uh, We just got a new mayor. He's the Baltimore City Council President Brandon Scott. And he's young. He's like 36. I think he's like the youngest mayor. He's really cute. I think he's adorable. I saw him at a grocery store one day. I, I was in line. He was just coming in. And then I was going to follow him around the grocery store. <laughs> I was going to follow him. <laughs> I was going to follow him around the grocery store. I really was. I really was. I, I I was like he, he's really adorable. 
gosh. I can't believe I told you guys that. I think I said it before. Um, it says CDC urges travelers to rethink their travel plans ahead of Thanksgiving. I said that. President-elect Nick Moldsby calls for city council inaugural festivities to be canceled. <sighs> Former BPD deputy commissioner says 300 homicides may become the norm year after year. And that said, um, on Monday morning, the city recorded its 300 homicides for the sixth year in a row. The killing happened this morning. Police were sent to the 300 block of Burleth Avenue about 7.45 a.m., to investigate a stabbing. When officers arrived, they found a 44-year-old man who had been stabbed several times. He was taken to a nearby hospital where he died. Okay, so Governor Hogan was on yesterday. Um, he had a press conference, I think at 4, but I was out grocery shopping. So um, he announced this, a $19.3 million in Maryland eviction prevention grant. Um, on Monday, Governor Lloyd Hogan announced 17 Maryland local jurisdictions were awarded $19.3 million in Maryland Eviction Prevention Partnership grants, addressing the needs of more than 3,600 households across the state. Through the Maryland Eviction Prevention Partnerships, the Maryland Department of Housing and Community Development is awarding federal community development block grant funding across local jurisdictions in Maryland to prevent evictions. That's awesome. Maryland always takes care of his people. Always. Um, Anne Arundel County Executive says indoor dining in Maryland needs to be paused. Governor Larry Hogan announced COVID-19 holiday enforcement measures across Maryland at his press conference on Monday. Um, what is going on? My, my page keeps jumping. Hey, where did we get off at? All right, Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman tells Fox 25 he's worried after seeing projections of coronavirus hospitalizations in Maryland. I have not seen the projections. I have not seen anything because I talk about COVID all the time. That's I kick off the show, talk about COVID, but I haven't seen any stats. So once I finish with the news, on 545, went ahead and we'll do some COVID stats real quick. See what see what's going on because I really haven't. Um, let's see. Baltimore Ravens head coach John Harbaugh announced Monday afternoon that his two top running backs, Mark Ingram and rookie J.K. Dobbins, had tested positive for the COVID nineteen virus. According to NFL protocols, both were now quarantined for ten days and must pass consecutive tests to return to the roster. Wow. And that's what's from over our friends at Fox 45. They I also I also get my news from the Associated Press, but usually CNN and Associated Press have like the same news. I'm not gonna do the Associated Press this morning. Let's see where we're at. It is 8.02. If you had to be to work at 8 o'clock, it is 8.02. Your ass is late. <laughs> Your ass is late. Uh, so yeah, that was from our friends over at Fox 45. Let's get into some um COVID stats for Maryland. Let's see what's going on in Maryland. Okay. It's loading. It's loading. So what I like about Maryland, it gives, and I'm not sure how anybody else is, 
But in Nova Merlin, it gives you cases by the zip, your zip code. Um, cases by county, cases by zip codes, and testing by county. So the affected counties are, as it stands, Prince George's County, 38,000, Montgomery, 31, Baltimore, 27, Baltimore County, 27, Baltimore City, 22, and Arundel, 15, and Howard County is 7,488. Who has the most? Prince George's County has the most, followed by Montgomery County and Baltimore County, and I'm near Baltimore County. It doesn't say what part of Baltimore County, but Baltimore County. So, yeah. Uh, um, it's been 183,797 confirmed cases. Persons tested negative, 2,054,695. In the past 24 hours, 11,445 persons tested negative, which is a good thing. Um, our testing positivity is a 6.88 and currently 1,276 people are hospitalized with 39 in the past 24 hours. And this data changes every day at 10 a.m. And it's all data are preliminary and subject to change based on additional reporting. Is that death data are presented by both date of report and by death of date and are updated as Amendments to the health as, as amendments to the death record are received. So we did pretty good with testing four million one hundred seventy one six hundred seventy four, and in twenty four hours there's been thirty thousand nine hundred forty seven people tested. Um, this it's been four thousand two hundred ninety three deaths. Yes, twenty four hours it's been fourteen. So yeah, it looks kind of, it looks bad. It's kind of bad for us. The worst came in April, like with everybody was in April. Then it went down and then it's, it's going up just a little bit. That was just the test and it went down just a little bit. Um, ICU beds went up in May and it went down July, September, November. It's creeping up again. Acute beds went down. It, it, then it went back up again. In total beds, it went, it was up. We curved, and then we go back up again. Yeah, cause they're looking for that curve. You know, they flat. They want to flatten that curve. So we curved. We were on our way to flatten. Then it went up again. Then it went a dip, and now it's going back up again. So this is the curve, if you guys, if you're in Merlin or any, you can go to the CDC guidelines. CDC for your state and you can see like I see that curve they want to flatten it but it 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 went up again it went up a little bit and and this was probably after the 4th of July and went up again because it looks like this is August yeah so guys be careful I cannot stress that enough I cannot stress this enough Let's see what's going on over at Ball Alert. Our good friends over at Ball Alert. It's loaded up now. Let's see what's going on over there. I love Ball Alert. If you guys can follow Ball Alert, um, 
they have a ball alert merch at baller alert show ball baller alert show yeah you should go over and follow them they're on twitter tiktok i don't know if that's fan base stuff like that yeah I didn't know that you could get Instagram on um on um I don't know why I don't know why I keep getting all these weird friend requests, you guys. Like I keep getting so many friend, so many friend requests from all these people. And I talked about it yesterday. And so now someone just sent me a request. I'm not saying any names because I never name drop, but someone just sent me a friend request and I'm just like I don't think so. <laughs> you know what? I went to the grocery store yesterday and I did not get any bread. I did not get a loaf of bread. How was that even possible, Monica? How you don't get bread when you go to the grocery store? I did not get bread. I got up the air yesterday and I made pancakes and eggs. It was delicious. It really was. I think I'm going to stick to IHOP making pancakes. But anyway, you guys, WWE superstar, the Undertaker retires after 30 years in the ring. I, my brother loved the Undertaker. I remember when the Undertaker left, came back, and we were all watching WrestleMania, and my brother, like, jumped, like, 20 feet off the floor. My brother was so excited. That's, like, one of my brother's favorite wrestlers. Everybody knows who that is, I gotta say. He don't wrestle no more, though. Um, Dr. Phil recalls a time when he accidentally locked his wife in the trunk. I feel compelled to read this. Dr. Phil recalls a time he accidentally locked his wife in the trunk. Dr. Phil recently shared a wild moment with his wife, Robert McGraw, when he appeared in a segment on the Cully Clarkson show called Drive Interview. During the chat, he talked about an old Mercedes car that he loved and recalled when he accidentally locked Robin in the trunk. He explained he heard a rattle in the car and asked his wife to get in the trunk as he was driving through the cul-de-sac to see if she could hear where the noise was coming from. She reluctantly agreed. Oh my God. While holding on to the lid of the truck, but things didn't go according to plan. We hit a rock, a knock on his way out and the trunk closed. When he eventually went back inside to open the truck, he asked her if she heard anything as is expected. His wife did not react kindly to the questions. This is guy said the privilege of him saying this. Yeah, I've been married before. That was no accident. He just changed his spot. I agree. I agree. Someone's like, sounds like a Lifetime movie. And I can't believe that he actually said that. And these people probably keep keying it up. There's no way I would have. There's no way. Like, no way. No way. No way. No way. No way. That was from over our friends at Ball Alert. Let's take a look a look over to what's going on in the shade room. NLE Chopper says he dated a 46-year-old woman when he was only 16. Okay. Who's this? I don't know who that is. I 
I don't know who that is. Because I don't know who it is. And then, like, what if y'all don't know who it is? And then I got to stop and look up. That's how I feel this morning. <laughs> uh, oh, what else is going on? Um, it says that Tory Lane's attorney questions protection order following Megan Thee Stallion's GQ interview. It's extremely hard for him to read these things. Well, can he not read? You know what? I'm not downgrading people at all, but the fact that people are glorifying. I remember back in the day, okay, I don't see anything that's sparking my interest at the shade room this morning. But nothing's not nothing's not jumping out at me. Like nothing's really jumping out at me. But people and I've written about this in one of my books about exotic dancers and everybody knows if you don't know I used to always go down to the exotic dance clubs and I used to go and I used to have fun I did I went to a women's strip club and they go to the men and um I don't know if people glorify it you know like I mean it's for people to make a living people to make some extra change but now it's just like the thing now like people actually like praise people for doing that but I'm not I'm not knocking nobody but you know, I, it was a time when people were ashamed to say that, but it just goes to show how time has evolved and people are accepting and understanding of people who choose that line of profession. And there's nothing wrong with it, but I remember there was a time when people did not glorify like they do now. But people, you know, I, I I dig that because I don't got nobody and I don't how you make your money how you make your coin dollars that's your business you know I I have nothing to do with that but I like I said I remember there was a time people used to be ashamed of it they're not ashamed of it anymore and that was from over our friends at um the shade room and the ball alert like I said I didn't see anything that really like jumped out at me that was you know that I would feel like my listeners would be peaked would be interested in. I say that it's not an interesting site, but I really didn't see anything. I can't go from, you know, all this I talk about, you know, stuff that I normally did talk about, so I talk about that. I mean, I can. It'll change the dynamic of the show, but I really got to stick into what I've always been talking about. And it's always room for growth, but let's just see how this works, and then we can go on to other things, you guys. That's how I feel. Um, What are you talking about over at The Roots? Oh gosh, white couple says they lost their jobs and face evictions after video of Edward Lace Rat goes viral. I think I see this. I think I, I see this. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wait, I'm waiting for it to log up, log load up. Because I think I see this video before. They went off on a Lyft driver, like call him all kinds of. He looks like um, Ed from uh, 90 Day Fiance.
yeah, calling him a, you know, an effing, you know. So let's see what they say. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happened. Let's let's see their justifications because you really can't do that nowadays, you guys. You really can't do that. It says, racist in Washington uses the N-word and verbally abuses a Lyft driver. It says, everyone meet racist Joe from Washington. Thank you to Ed David the Student 11 for being fearless and exposing this racist piece of... I can't hear nothing. It's not playing for me. His wife was trying to get him to stop. I can't hear anything. It's not. Oh, it's muted. Okay, let's see. Fuck you. I got your license plate. Fuck this shit. You fuck You should never try to lift again. No, you will never. You will never drive. Yeah. You will never drive. Are you are you happy now? No. He sounds drunk. By no, calling no, people. No, we we expected a lift drive home. Just, That's what we expected. Just put on just put on your mask. Hey, hold on, gosh. hold on. You're just a fucking stupid idiot. Thank you. Yeah, you, you fuck feel, you. You feel good? Fuck you. You feel good now? Do you feel good? Do you, Do you feel, feel good? good? Do you here, feel hold good? on, hold on. I'll feel better when I piss in here. Let me piss in your car. Go ahead, do it. Hold on, I'm gonna piss in your car. Do it. <gasps> Do you feel better? Yeah, I'm not. You stupid fucking nigger. Do you feel good? Do you feel good? As you're recording, recording him saying nigger too, okay? Do you feel Fuck good? You. His name is Joe. Thank Do you, you so much. Good? Have Are a good night. Have a good night. 101. Fuck you. You're a sand nigger. That's what you are. You're a fucking sand nigger. Fuck you. Yeah. Tell him saying that nigger. Do you know what a sand nigger is? Because I do. Joe, stop. I'm videoing. Stop. Stop. I'm videoing. You stop. Okay. I had enough of I had enough of that. Okay. Um, yeah, you piece of trash. You deserve everything that's coming to you. Um, the man asked you to wear a mask. You should have complied. You should have listened. You should have followed the rules. And now your ass is out of everything. Good for you. Good for that young man for standing up for videotaping. Because people have lost their minds. People have lost their minds. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, for the language. Um, we do not do that here at Up Early for Everyone Else in Monica Lynn. We treat everyone the same. Everyone is equals. But that was trash. That was trash. And he looked drunk. He looked drunk. So absolutely. Do I feel sorry for these people for losing their homes? No. He's about to pee in a guy's car. He's about to pull out his wiener. Yeah. They were. And yeah. We both lost the best jobs we've ever had. And are being evicted from the house we rent. The man. There really is no context to the incident. My behavior in the video was, was despicable. 
Um, I truly humbly apologize for my behavior. Um, I should have never said those things or acted like a complete idiot. He didn't deserve that. Nobody does. I had too much to drink. You could tell he was drunk, but my grandmother always says, like, uh, who tell, like, what did my grandma say about the truth? Babies and drunks tell the truth. Yeah, so that this is who he is. This is who you are. This is who you are. And you're only sorry because you got caught. And we do not tolerate that crap here on the, up early for everyone else with Martin Flint. We do not tolerate that crap. It's, it's pure D crap. All right, you guys, we're at the 40. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, y'all, we're back. I just, what, what's going on? What's going on right here? Oh, guys, I, I really have to see who these people are. I have two new friend requests. I really have to see who these people are. Okay, so my phone's not working. Is that working? Did they not send it anymore? Sometimes you gotta wait for. No, no, you gonna send me a free request? A no, uh, uh, no, no, thank you. Sorry. I don't even know who these people are. No, no, thank you. Let's see. No, I don't even know who these people are. Yeah, I had to say, I, I, I'm not, I'm not adding anybody with. I'm not adding anybody with a car or no profile. And the only thing it says is that you were born in 2001. That's what, 19, 18 years ago? No, thank you. No, no, thank you. It doesn't say anything else. No, it looked like a burner page. I was talking about burner page. No, I wasn't talking. I talked about burner pages before on here. Or, Okay, see, I'm getting my jobs mixed up because I was writing about a burning page on my in my novel last night. Okay, but let's get back to the news. Um, I was over at theroof.com. If you just joined in, I'm doing the news. Welcome to episode 19. It's Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. It's 8.21 a.m. If you got to be working at 9 o'clock, you have plenty of time to get your butt up and get out the house. You really do. You want to have to take a bird bath, but... <laughs> It's, it's okay. So you got uh, two days before Thanksgiving. Um, so tomorrow is it's Thursday. So tomorrow is Friday for those who are off Thursdays and Friday. And I feel, I feel good this holiday season, you guys. I really do. I feel good because this is the first holiday season that I had a long time where I didn't work. So like yesterday, I went out and did all the grocery shopping. But let me tell you something, you guys. I'm not doing that again. I'm not, I'm not doing that again. Y'all can forget that. Next year, I told my brother, I said, I'm going out to eat. And like I was saying before, I have to have a husband or a boyfriend who wants to do that kind of stuff. Because like when I was dating and for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, we didn't do the traditional turkey ham and all that stuff. We did regular stuff. You know, like we had like lot that lobster. I had lobster last night. It was absolutely delicious. I have to go back to that grocery store and tell them that the person who cooked that lobster was absolutely delicious. Because let me tell you something real quick about lobster. Be 
I can eat it, but I can't kill it. Like I could not see myself bringing that lobster home and cooking it, killing it and eating it. Somebody else has to do that for me. I, I could not. Like I watched Gordon Ramsay. I watched. I couldn't do it. It's oh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But like I said, me and Ed, what we did was the uh we usually do like seafood for Christmas. Um, and then like the year before last we did um what did we do for Thanksgiving? Our first Thanksgiving together, we ate my mom's stuff. But then I I'm not a big I love the holidays. Okay, let me break this down. If you don't know, if you haven't ever heard me break it down, let me break it down for you how I feel about the holiday here I'm up early before everyone else with Monica Lamp. So what happens with me is that I love, oh, excuse my language. I love the festivities of the holiday season. I love the lead up to the holiday. Like Christmas is not my favorite holiday, but I like the lead up. And I tell everybody, don't buy me no presents because I'm not a present. I love presents, but I'm not a present kind of girl. You know, I love my presents that I buy myself. Oh, I love my presents that my boyfriend's Bobby because I'm very picky. I'm very, very, oh God, it is awful. I tell people don't buy me anything. Like I accept presents and they're cute and I love them. Like my cousin gifted me last year with this book and I started writing it last year. So it has everything over the whole year that I wrote and um, I'm going to go read it. You know, from last January to now, because I love those kind of books. And one of my friends gave me a five-year book, and I stopped writing in it because I started writing in my cousin's book that my cousin gave me because it feels like a suede covering, and I love it, and it's big, and I write big. See, the little five-year book, which I'm going to start writing it again because I'm going to, it's in my drawers upstairs, and I'm going to start writing in it again. You know, and I like reading stuff that I wrote over the year. So I want to see what happened from last January to this to January. See what happened. That sounds awesome. And everything that happened in between the years. And I think I still have some pages left because I still have, we still have like one month left in the year. So that's going to be fun. I'm going to do that. But um, I like leading up to the holidays. That's the kind of person that I am. Thanksgiving, I love this, the, the, everything surrounding Thanksgiving, like the lead up, you know, like everybody's getting ready for the holiday, everybody's shopping, you know, the togetherness, the feelings, the warmth that it brings, but I really, the food part, I'm just going to shoot myself in the foot for saying this, it's okay, you know, last year I was a vegan for, uh, I was doing my vegan vegetarian thing, and I didn't eat any meat up until Thanksgiving. I had ham. It did not make me sick. Oh, it didn't make you sick. It did not make me sick. So I was eating ham. But I'm a ham person. I love ham. Y'all can have turkey. I'll have turkey salad, chicken salad. But Thanksgiving Day, ah, oh, no, 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 thank you. Now, my mother can make chicken salad, turkey salad sandwiches. Yeah, we can do that. But turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes, that's not me. I, that's not me at all. I don't like macaroni and cheese like that anymore because my mother made it so much that my my family gorged on it and I did not I don't like it. 
Um, what else? I like the vegetables, but I don't eat it. Like after, okay, I'll eat it. Okay, I'm lying. I'll eat it Thursday. I'll eat it Friday. I'll eat the ham until it's gone. Like I'll eat the ham until it's gone. Like Saturday, I want to make beans and ham. I'm done. I'm done. Thanksgiving, Saturday, I'm done. My aunt said that her family, my aunt Lord said they eat plates after plates after plates. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. I like different things. Like like I was saying about me and Anne, when we was together, we did seafood. And I like that. You know, he, he always said, here we go. No whole lot of dishes, no hot, you know, a whole lot of leftovers that's in the refrigerator. You got to throw this stuff away. But this year, I'm doing, um, okay, that article that I just read was from over at our friends at theroot.com. So, you want to go back over at theroot.com and read up on what happened with, with that racist guy, the Lyft driver, just go to the Lyft, the root.com, not the Lyft.com, the root.com. Um, I'm doing seafood dressing this year. And, um... Let's see. Savannah seafood stuffing. All right, let's see. And the thing about it is they have, like, so many different recipes on how to make dressing, stuffing, wherever, wherever part of the world you're on, what you call it. I call it both. I call it stuffing. I call it dressing. I call it stuffing. But people say you stuff it. If you stuff it in a turkey, it's stuffing. But if you eat it out, it's dressing. Yeah, I, I, I just call it get in my belly. <laughs> That's what I call it. But uh, what did she put in hers? Okay, she put shrimp in hers. See, I see. I put. See, what I'm doing is my mom makes corporate dressing, and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put the seafood in. So I have shrimp, I have lobster, and I have crab meat. And um, I guess you could put whatever kind of seafood in it, but I don't know. This one calls for obey. Excuse my language. So it's it's like that's the kind of person that I am. It's just like um, I want something different, you know. I'm I'm always up against the norm. It's just like I'm like like I'm the if I had kids, I'm the mom who doesn't do traditional things like having a birthday party for a kid, but only by like four friends or like. Don't have parties at all. Just take the kid to Chuck E. Cheese or just take the kid to dinner or something like that. That's the kind of mom I would be. Or like holidays come. We'll have holiday, but have like a tree, like a fake tree, stuff like that. Because I'm not, I don't like real trees. So yeah, that's the kind of person that I am. All right, let's see what she has in hers. This is a nice, um, this is a nice website. This is a nice website. She shows how to make the cornbread shrimp stock. But it's not. So does everybody just put shrimp in theirs? Okay, so she used crab meat and shrimp in hers. Mm. 
see, I'm just going to take, see, it, it has basically everything that you have to put in the stuffing. In my mother's cornbread stuffing, but it, you just add seafood. So I just don't know whether all the, okay, so somebody got imitation. See, imitation crap me. I don't think that that will be for me. Let's see what we got. <laughs> this person said, do not use Jiffy cornbread in my dressing. You can use whatever you want to use. And if you... My mother says the same thing. Jiffy is too sweet. But, I mean, it's yours. It's yours, so... You can't tell nobody how to make it after they, you know, make it to your own taste. So where's the recipe? Okay, so where's the recipe? Okay. Okay, so they're having... Just like it, jumbo lump crab meat. And the shrimp. See, I don't like this person because how can you tell somebody how to make your recipe? If you have the recipe, if you put it out there on the World Wide Web and somebody come along on your page and they're like, okay, all right, I'm going to make this for my family. But you're telling somebody how to make it. Don't use this. Don't use that. You can't tell nobody what to do. <laughs> People are crazy. People are crazy. But I love it. Okay, so let's jump into what we came here to do today. And the topic of the day is marriage. And is it for you or is, are you against marriage? Like, what are your views on marriage? My thoughts is that I always want to get married. I I have been proposed to. Um, one of my boyfriends told me that he was going to marry me when the time is right. And honestly, you guys, I believe him. We have an on and off relationship. And I, I'm sorry to say that I hate him. I do not like him. And I always say I hate somebody, but he is such a strong word, you guys. I don't hate nobody. But I hate him. <laughs> I I love this guy so much that I can't. I Okay, have you ever met someone that you loved so much, you cared about so much? Now, there's a difference between this guy and Ed. I love Ed. I was in love with Ed, but me and Ed, we're like, we're, we're over with, we're over. This person that I had the relationship with, we always come back into each other's lives. And, um, he is the topic of my relationship woes horror story that I do on Friday, which I also, tomorrow will be the last one, the last relationship woe horror story. Because, um, 
I feel like I want to bring a little bit of positivity to my Friday mornings. And so I'm just going to do relationship topics on Monday morning, um, Monday. Um, when I return Monday, I will talk more about it. I will also talk about it tomorrow because tomorrow will also be the last relationship world for the month of November. And I will talk more about that tomorrow. But um, back to the subject at hand is that we, it's bittersweet. Our relationship is bittersweet. Like right now, he comes in and out of my life. We pop in and out of each other's lives. And it scares me. And you want to know why that scares me is because it's like we always leave the door open for each other. You know, we move on. We go somewhere else. It doesn't work out. And we always end up back. And I always say, you backpedal. It's just to see, like, can I come in? Yeah, you can come in. And that door is always open. It's just like, you don't have a key, but the door is always open. You want, you feel me? You understand where I'm coming from? Like, I love you. I can't stand you. I don't want to be with you. But if you were to contact me, call me, text me, I'm right here. Now, we had the... We've battled, and like I, like I'm saying, it scares me. He scares me because I have never battled with nobody. Like I battle with him, and from what I gather, is that when you battle with someone like that constantly, then you end up falling deeper in love with that person because you know each other, and you're you're like. When I say we battle, oh my God, if we could fight, we would fight each other. And that's like all my friends, like my, a couple of my friends that I have, I used to fight, battle before I have like this one friend. I will consider this girl a friend forever because I think she's so sweet. She's so, she, I had to get to know her. You know what I'm saying? And I know this is totally off the topic of marriage, both situations, but the other stories lead to my topic of marriage. But this girl and I, we used to work together. We used to battle. I could not stand her. I had to get to know her. And that's like one of the sweetest persons I know. We battled. Like me and my friend Savannah, we bump heads. We bump heads. Sometimes we don't speak to each other. But I, that's a, it's a part of your relationship. You know what I'm saying? And there were times that we did not speak to each other. We did not like each other. She fussed at me. I fussed at her. You know, she's crying and shaking. And everybody else trying to get into our relationship. But I'm like, y'all can't get in our relationship. And that's where I stand in. Like, you cannot get into a relationship like that. Because I feel that those are the strongest relationships when you battle out at first. <laughs> when you bet, like when I first met Savannah, we hit it up perfectly. But then it got a little skittish, you know, like. But we battled and now we love each other. Like I consider that girl my sister. I have not seen her I'm kind of nervous about going around her and the boys during COVID. So I'm trying to keep my distance. It hurts me so bad that I can't go around them like I want to. Because I don't know who they've been around. And I can come home and give it to my mother. Or like my friend that I was with the other day. Like I'm kind of nervous. Like I don't know who you've been around. And I got to come back home to my mother. But me and my mother in the same house. I had COVID twice and my mother didn't get it. God, thank you. 
But the best relationships, I believe, and this is why this is called Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn, because these are my views, my opinions, that the those are the relationships that work. Like the young lady I was telling you about that I used to work with before. We battled. I hated that girl. I could not stand that girl. And then now she's the cutest, sweetest thing I've ever met. And my mother said, that's what y'all had to, y'all had to know each other. You had to grow. Now I've had relationships with people who I battled with and I haven't talked to them again, but I always said that these people, they, is there in your life a reason, season, lifetime? And you got to figure out the reason or season. And if they're here for a reason, season or lifetime, but I battled with Ed, but it wasn't a battle. Like I battled with this gentleman that I'm talking about. Like I, but, okay, how can I explain this? We fuss, we argue with each other constantly. We don't agree on some things. Like, I don't agree with half the stuff he does, and he probably doesn't agree with half the stuff I do. I don't understand him, he don't understand me. But in their lives, we understand one another. It's a very complicated situation to most but to us, it works. And that's why I feel that I'm afraid that that will be the person that I end up with. Because like I said, right now we're battling, going back and forth all the time. And relationships aren't perfect. And I'm not talking about fist fights. And I may say, oh, we want to fight each other. But I, we don't fight each other. And I don't want to, oh, well, Monica, well, maybe one day. No, that's not the relationship that we've had. I'm talking about battling, getting to know one another. Like, you're going to know me. I'm going to know you. You're going to do what I say. No, I'm going to do what I want to do. And once everything calms itself down, because, like, we sat and we talked. And we talked about our relationship and how much fun we had. And how much fun we had is how much bad times we had. So, it's not, I'm not going to sit here and talk about everything's perfect Oh, it's wonderful. It's stupendous. It's whimsical. It's magical. No, it requires work. And that's why some, some people, some people don't work because they're not willing to work through the kinks. You can meet your potential soulmate and you can just go back and forth with them and then you'll lose out. But I believe that you should always stick around and work it out and see what happens. Now, as far as like marriage goes, he did propose to me. He said, I'm going to marry you when the time is right. And I believe when that time is right, the time is going to come. And I'm not going to have no choice in the matter. It's like I'm not with no one right now. He's not with no one right now. Why aren't you two together? Because I can't stand him. But I love him. And he loves me. And every time we leave each other, I love you. I love you too. I missed you. I missed you too. Oh, I thought about you. I thought about you too. We both want the same thing, but why aren't we together? It's not time yet. Like I was telling my aunt yesterday about how we we were discussing some things. I'm trying not to go into it, but I was telling my aunt that it's not your time yet. I said, look at Joe Biden. I said, he got to politics when he was 29 years old. He's 78. And he's just becoming the president of the United States. He's ran for president before. 
It wasn't his time. This is his time. And look how everything is just falling into place. He's a very great, humble man. I love Joe Biden. We love Joe Biden here. On up early before everyone else with Monica. And we love JoJo here. I call him JoJo. My aunt's like yesterday. It's like, who the hell is JoJo? We love Joe Biden and Kamala Harris here. We love them here at Up Early Before Everyone Else with Monica Lynn. I'm going to send Kamala Harris a copy of Love's Holiday. Yes, I am. And um, First Lady, Michelle. Yep. Yes, I am. Yep. I'm going to find out where I can send them stuff. I'm going to call around, look around, and I'm going to send them a copy of my book because I would like them to have a copy of my book. I'm going to send Tyler Perry one, and I'm going to send Oprah one, and I'm going to send Monique one. Yes, I am. Yep. But um, marriage, is it for me? Yeah. My mother says it's not for her, and that's why I wanted to write. I wanted to write. I wanted to talk about this this morning. I wanted to talk about it the other day. I wanted to talk about it yesterday, actually. Or Friday. One of those days that I, yeah, I think it was like I had a half hour show. I wanted to talk about it then. And I'm like, the the way that my mother is about marriage, she looks at other people's marriages and thinks that her marriage is going to be based off of other people's marriage. And I'm like, there's no way that your relationship <laughs> Is going to end up like somebody else's. Like, it doesn't work like that, y'all. It doesn't work like that. You have to put in work for your relationship. Like, my mother was talking about controlling. Like, most relationship, most relationships, they're not controlled. You know, they like men. I mean, if you have a controlling man, then yeah. You might have a, someone that controls you during your marriage. But if you don't, then you don't. Like, I mean, like, why would you want to marry somebody that... That's why you have to date people first. And I was telling people all the time. Like, I was telling the guy that was trying to... That was talking to me in my inbox, trying to get with me. talking about he wanted to be my boo. And my aunt said... I told my aunt, my aunt said, first of all, you're 42 years old. Why do you have a boo? I'm like, it's a term of endearment. Like, to call somebody baby. But you have to build upon your relationship. Just like the young man that I'm talking about now is like, we're building. Like, and we honestly can look back and say we had good times. We had bad times. And he will tell you, Monica, you always cuss me out. And he just, he just goes on about his, he's so damn stubborn. He is so stubborn. And he'll just go on, he's so, um, condescending and pat he just goes on I cuss him out he go on about his business and he he'll come back around he gonna come back around because I cuss him I call him rude I cuss him out all the time and he come right back and that's why I said that's the part that scares me because I'm sitting here got this ideal picture of marriage in my head I got this ideal picture of how I want my life to be and I end up with him and my mother hates his guts and I say, you keep it up. You're going to seal my fate with him. You really are. Because most of the time, the daughters of the mother or the father hates them. They usually end up with that person. But I do want to get married one day. I feel like 
you know, I, I said I have this ideal picture of what I want in my head. Like, you know, I know marriages aren't perfect. It requires work. Um, but I'm working on myself now. And working on yourself and knowing what you want and going into a relationship, telling this person what you want. And they respect you and they tell you, you know, this is what I want. Because that's part of your communication. And I've never been married before. I've been in a relationship before. And I know communication is key. It's, it's key. Yeah, it is. It's key. And you have to respect one another. Love one another. And, I, and, I, and like people are like, oh, you're not married. You can't talk on it. But I'm a human. I'm a human being. And I know what I want out of life. And it could be totally different for what I'm sitting here thinking or what I have in mind about how my marriage should be. I believe it's communication, 50-50. I believe that it should be 50-50. You know, I don't believe that one person should take on more responsibility in a marriage than the next, you know, than, than you do. I believe you both should take on both responsibilities. If you're going through things... You go through it together. I don't believe, oh, well, my husband going through a rough spot. I'm not helping him. No, I believe you help your husband. I believe you're supposed to help your wife. Like, if your wife is going through a rough spot, your wife is going through tough times financially, I believe that you should help her. If your husband's going through a rough spot financially, I feel like you should help him. If you have it, you should help him. If you don't have it, you can build together. And that's what I was trying to tell Ed. Like, we don't have it right now, but we could build together. But Ed decided that he wanted to build with somebody else. Which I totally understand. Like my mother told me, she said, when we broke up, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with him. Not saying that Ed is a bad person, but this is something that he has to do for himself. He had to move on with somebody else because that was his comfort. And I have to find somebody else to move on with to, for my comfort. And you should never settle for less. And so if I was less, then that's good for him that he found somebody that he could relate to, that he could like feel better about it hurts the hell out of me but I have to accept that as a human being I have to accept that and um you know but yeah that's how I feel about marriage right now like do I want to get married I'm 42 will I find somebody will somebody find me I absolutely and when my time comes it's going to be it's going to be wonderful it's going to be a spectacular thing it's going to be a good thing you guys I really I'm not going to sit here and think that, you know, I'm never going to get married. I'm old. I'm never going to have this. I'm old. No. Society puts a time step on everything. Like, my cousin was talking about, you know, she's 25. And my friends are doing this and that other. And I'm like, well, I'm 42. My friend's doing this and that and the other. And I'm buying $5 coffee. You know, I am that meme. <laughs> it was a meme that came out. A while ago, and it has, like, my friends are having babies, getting married, buying houses, and I'm busy worrying about filling out my card at Starbucks. That's me. It's like I have friends that are getting married, having babies, buying houses. Say, I don't want a house right now. Like, right now, I would love a condo. I want a dope-ass condo. If you don't know, I want a dope condo. So, <laughs> I want a good, I want a condo. I want a condo. And, um... I don't want a house yet. I feel like when I get married, have some kids, if I have two, three kids, or how many kids, adopt kids, foster kids, you know, that's what I'm going to do. But as of right now, that's, this is not what I want. 
But yeah, I am that girl that buys a $5 coffee. I, I take very good care of myself. Um, I'm a little bit extra. So my husband is definitely going to have to understand that I'm a little bit extra. I'm a little bit dramatic. My mother says I'm a lot dramatic. I'm a lot extra, but it's okay because I spoil myself. And I've always said, if you're not ready to spoil, help spoil the person who spoils themselves, then that's not the person for you. And also, you always got to take your time building relationships. You just can't jump and run. And that's why I try to tell people, you can't jump into a relationship here first. You become friends first. Friends, you have to be friends first. And that's what happened with me and this gentleman that I'm talking about. We were friends first. We jumped into this. We jumped out. And then we keep seeing each other. We keep coming back to each other. But like I said, if he's not the one, then he's not the one. But I'm all I'm always open, ready, and available to whoever. <laughs> I have very high standards, you guys. I had, and I really think that women should have very high standards. I really do not think that... You should subject yourself or lower your standards for someone else's comfort. Like I said, if you love going to Ruth Chris Steakhouse and you can afford to take yourself to Ruth Chris Steakhouse and you have somebody come along that wants to take you for two for 20, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with two for 20. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with going to Ruth Chris. Which I love Ruth Chris Steakhouse. That's like one of my favorite restaurants. But if you feel like you, that's where you want to go and he want to go for two for 20, but you know, you go to two for 20, I'm going to Ruth Chris. But there is compromise, but you do not lower your standards for someone else. Like, okay, like, okay, you want to go to Ruth Chris, he takes you to Ruth Chris. You know, then the next time we go to Applebee's, something like that. Not saying to go to Ruth Chris all the time, but if I got a taste from that, some of that sweet potato, pecan casserole, I'm going to get me some sweet potato, pecan casserole. That's what I'm going to get. That's what I'm going to eat. But... Don't lower your standards. It's nothing wrong with having high standards. There's nothing wrong with having your own. There's nothing wrong with any of that, you know. And when that right person comes along, they're going to have to accept you for who you are. And you have to accept them for who they are. But if it's not working, I mean, don't look the, don't look your nose down on them, man. God damn, you know, that's, that's not what I'm saying. Like, don't look your nose down on people. But if they don't fit your comfort, they don't fit your standard, that's okay. Because it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you. Like, your preference in men. Like, some people have preference. They want... they Women date outside their race. Like, black women date outside their race. As You know, everybody date outside their race. But if you have a thing for... uh, You have a certain look. Like, this guy that I was involved with. I'm not even going to say... The, the women that he... The entertainers that he fantasize about or like that's a reflection of him it has nothing to do with me it's a reflection of him and I'm like that's the kind of woman you want and ew. you know what I mean I don't care how much money you have you have to have a certain level of class you have to like have a respect yourself you know what I mean but he lives in love with this person and you know that's because of how the person looks the skin tone and all that Sometimes you got to look past that, but if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. But just don't go looking, don't go after somebody for the way that they look. You know what I mean? Because like if somebody, if I come along 
And like my one of my boyfriends said that he did date big girls until he started dating me. He said, I usually don't date big girls. I usually don't date broke guys. But hey, we, you know, we, we got, we, you know, we, we doing this. You know what I mean? But we've been, we've been friends ever since. You know, he was like, I usually don't date big girls. I'm dating you, da, 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 da. Okay, I usually don't date broke guys. Okay, so what's your point? What's the all right y'all i think i've been on here long enough how about you what you think but whatever floats we're at the 35 y'all but whatever floats your boat whatever your fancy is just remember that marriage is not for everyone but don't down marriage for someone else like my mother i respect her and how she feels about marriage she's 61 years old and who knows like i might you may find that one person. It may not be Jeff. You may find somebody that's going to change your mind about marriage. And he may not be controlling. He may be perfect just for you. Don't ever give up on your dreams. Don't ever give up or say never, say never. That's not happening to me because I've said never, say never a thousand times. And guess what, y'all? It's always happening. <laughs> okay, y'all. It is four minutes before this habit of an hour. And if you have to be to work at 9 o'clock and you have not left the house yet, you are going to get fired. <laughs> I want to thank y'all for tuning in to episode 19 of Up Early Before Everyone Else. I want you guys to follow me on all social media platforms. I have two pages on Instagram, Monica Lynn underscore the underscore author underscore and Monica underscore the underscore author underscore on Instagram. Monica, the Monica Lynn author on Facebook and Monica Lynn on Twitter. Just write my name in the description box, search engine, hit the little button and you will find me. I, I have a picture up of my face now. I had my picture on my book, but you can log up to my page and you'll see promotions for up early then you'll see loves holiday promotions and as i said once i get information on my novel i'll be more than happy to pass it on to you guys um i will also give you when i get the information i'm have a whole show dedicated to my book um about how i started where how's it going where's it going how you know just the process i'm gonna have a whole show about the process um so yeah, um, what else? What else I got for y'all? I think that's all I got for y'all today. Let's see. So tomorrow will be episode twenty, and um, I'm gonna close out this tab because after tomorrow, no, I'm close out the tab on Monday because I'm gonna start every month. Well, I don't know why I'm telling you this, guys, but every month for my show, I have PowerPoint. I have a I have a script that I have to read. So every month I'm going to, I'm going to title this November and then I'm going to jump into December because yeah, I'm having a little, you know, every time I'm start up a new document for each month so I can go back and look on November shows. I don't want to go back and look on November shows and I got to go all the way through December. So I'm going to start like different little icons and everything. But yeah, tomorrow is our last day for the holiday um, until Monday, November um, 30th and, um, December is Tuesday. Can you believe it? I'm going to be on every day next week, but, um, let me look at the date. Let me look. Okay. I'm almost at the 40. I got it already up. Um, 
I know I have a doctor's appointment. I think it's, yeah, it's on Friday. Yeah. So I have to get a procedure done. And, um, yeah, I have to get a procedure done. And, um, uh, I won't be on the fifth or the sixth. I'm not usually on Saturdays and Sundays. I usually come back for like a kickback on Sunday. But I don't think I'm going to do that next weekend or this weekend. So I'll probably do it like in the middle of December. Maybe the next weekend I'll come and do a kickback. But I have to have a procedure done on um, next Friday at the gynecologist. I haven't even, this is like the third time I've made this appointment. My doctor has not been in the office. She's been rescheduling my appointments and stuff. I'm like, girl, let's get this over with. I want to get this over with so bad. I really do because them cramps going to come and I'm just going to be out for the count. I'm not going to be used. But I've been taking ibuprofen. But it's like, I think one day I'm going to talk to you guys about it. Um, about my, my, I think I did. I think I talked about it in fertility therapy back when I first started. So if you haven't, you know, you should go and check that out because I talk about like my fertility issues and my miscarriages. I don't have any kids if you're just tuning in um, and you don't know anything about me. Um, you can go back and look at listen to those episodes and you'll learn more about me but right now i'm out of here y'all it is nine o'clock straight up at the top of the hour it is tuesday november 24th two days before thanksgiving and as always y'all i'm always up before everyone else and i thank y'all for tuning in don't forget to like share subscribe tell your friends neighbor friends foes about me and i will catch y'all tomorrow bye